1: I'm Chris, and, and welcome, welcome to, to The
0: Most Haunted up. City <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Most Haunted City on Earth. My name is Madison Timmons.
2: I'm Chris Susie. And my back hurts, and that's Batrick. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> Back-trick? Back-trick.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm standing
0: right now jingles
1: jingles <laughs> it was jingles feel like a small sword was stabbed into your lower Actually, back yeah
0: <laughs> jingles <laughs> exactly like that well, is it jingles or scoliosis mm, one will mm, never know never know mm, well i mean we <laughs> i have some pretty good idea pretty
1: good idea that's definitely,
0: it's, it's definitely jingles
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. jingles did open up a massage parlor recently jt did you go no
0: oh. oh. Yeah.
1: I didn't do that. Oh, you should That's why he stabbed you in the back. Yeah.
0: He's like, You didn't come to the grand opening. Does uh, your back
1: hurt? Because I can fix it. I can fix that back.
0: He's like, Well, he started out as a chiropractor and then that just didn't, it didn't work out. Now he just
1: l-. runs up and down your spine. Yeah. He's this like, has gotten out of hand. I know.
0: I
2: don't even know what to say anymore. Okay.
1: It is a special day.
2: It is.
0: It's a special day. Why is it a special, special day? day? It is our lovely. Lovely DeBrudels, DeBrias, our editor. It is her birthday. Birthday, Ooh. birthday. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Yay.
2: Yay. So we should probably sing Happy Birthday to DeBria. I agree. All right. All right. Excellent. A one. On. A, a, two,
0: two, a two. A skiddly three. diddly do. Okay. <laughs> happy
1: birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <Happy> birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Debruda (laughs) Ebertos.
0: Happy birthday to you. Yee-haw.
1: We hope you make it to another one after the Conjuring House. Uh, Yeah. That's her
0: birthday gift. She's going to love it. She's going to love it so much. One year closer to ghosts. Mm. Ooh. (laughs) One foot in the grave. It's.
1: That's a little closer. <laughs> Put it off a little.
2: She's, I can tell you right now, she's cutting this. She's cutting this. And she's like, I can't stand
0: them. No, this is her face. <laughs> I have a family. It's true. That's it's true. that's Debria's face. She, Absolutely. You'll see lots of it if you become a para-junkie and watch live streams in The Conjuring House. Mm-hmm. Should we
1: just, like, occasionally just whisper her name in the middle of the podcast? Debria. Debria. Segue, w. W. Z- okay. All okay, right. But move
0: on. you need to cut it, Jay.
1: <laughs> By the way, if you hear a whispery debris anywhere in the podcast it's, it's not us. for you it's not ghosts <laughs> you don't have to like oh, we heard a voice no it's us we're, we're debrising
0: it happens a lot though. people on youtube especially they'll be like thirteen twenty one. yeah there is a movement that can was not where it was before and it's true yeah <laughs> that's the thing yeah y'all, y'all be freaking us out because yeah. these things are happening behind us luckily we have a We'd brick wall now
1: yeah, to any of that anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a lot worse when we had a massive yeah. space behind
1: <laughs> us. And there's 20 feet of open space for demons to gather, conjugate, and move cans.
0: Yes, now um, before we get into today's episode which I haven't even told you what it is we're doing a from one to wicked yay oh, one to yeah. wicked it's um it's been a while since we've done a from one to wicked and this particular entity was brought to my attention because of the fact that um if y'all are up to date on your episodes um like vaccines it's just like if you're up to date on your episodes then <laughs> you would be <laughs> prepared for today's episode <laughs> uh, but.
1: You better inoculate yourself against these ghosts.
0: <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you
1: something. They're coming for you.
0: They're coming. So this one was inspired by the um, Gatlinburg Mountain Madness creature that we were sent in.
2: Yeah, you remember that?
0: JT, show him a photo. Hold on. I Actually, I can. It's show. the
2: one. It's the one that was taken at uh, the moving car. Yes. debria will insert it for, for those of for, you. Yeah, people watching on YouTube. Apparently the image is it's, it's the one where where uh, sword. Oh like, sword. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes, and hey, so you just say sword. <laughs> right, sword hand. Well sword hand. so we were close, but I think we might have an identification of this Ooh. entity. So one of our para junkies radar um used to live in Gatlinburg and she saw the TikTok of the photo and she goes, Wait, I heard a story. Um About an entity called Spearfinger. It's a Cherokee entity um, from Cherokee folklore, and she was like, it has its spearfinger on its right hand, and it look it sounds like exactly what everything she had heard of this entity sounds exactly like what she was seeing. And so I started doing some digging, and I think she might be right. So it's we're kind gonna
1: of Skinwalker of the Cherokee. Yes. Because it's a shapeshifter, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It
0: is a shapeshifter. So here's a nice offering for all of y'all. We're going to be rating Spearfinger on a scale Ooh. of one to wicked. Bum bum bum. I like bum, it. bum, bum. So let's one see. One
1: to wicked.
0: Oh. Now, um, let's see if it bleats. it it bleats. <laughs> it bleats out. It, bleats,
1: <laughs> it can be killed. <laughs>
0: No, let's see if it beats out Bloody McKenzie because we, Bloody we've had a really hard time beating that man.
2: I mean, he is the he is the most evil, I believe, right? Like he's a nine. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's, yeah. A, nine. he's a nine. That and we've covered. nothing's going to beat a nine. No, and I don't think. Um, well, it's de- I still
1: don't even hold him in the top ten of the scary things in the in the in the world. Oh
0: I don't. He was scary in life and in depth. Right. So I
2: still don't hold him in the top ten. i think you need to i think you need to go
1: i think you need to go and you need to feel this
0: is jt's whole personality like this is everything that's because jt
1: has a very milk toast experience with scary things milk toast
0: (laughs) don't tell the aquarius that he is not milk or toast he's rushing
1: us to the conjuring house (laughs) damn straight
0: ushering 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 us us in Uh, now, Spearfinger, I will say, I definitely think it's going to beat the squonk, which got the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a low bar to set.
0: <laughs> the poor squonk got like what? Like a point five? Yeah, yeah. And that
1: was mostly sympathy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or it would so cry itself to death. We
1: feel sorry for it.
0: Yes. Now, okay, well, let's get into the spearfinger. Let's
1: get get to spearfinger.
0: All right. And mind you, I'm not going to even attempt to try to uh, know that I'm pronouncing its official name correctly.
1: That is fair. It is a lot of vowels.
0: It's a lot of vowels. And I just know I'm butchering it. Um, But spearfinger was known as Utulunta. Untulunta in Cherokee legend, and is a figure from the folklore of the Cherokee people, particularly in the southeastern United States, including areas around Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which happens to be where that photo was taken. Um, this mythical creature is often described as having a long, sharp finger made of stone or obsidian, resembling a spear, which she uses to cut out and consume the livers of her victims. Need that iron? Yes. Exactly. So, um, basically, spearfinger is typically depicted as a witch or a shapeshifter who can disguise herself, often taking on the appearance of an old woman to deceive her victims, who are frequently children. Because what's worse than a thing that rips your liver out? At least it's children, I guess.
1: <laughs> you gotta gotta just add that to it, right? And. It- Whenever you talk about monsters like this, uh, children are highly susceptible in the stories that they tell. But um, the thing to remember is, children are very fragile. Mm Um, uh, they oftentimes, uh, are susceptible to all kinds of illnesses, all kinds of, uh, conditions uh, of weather. So a lot of stories of monsters out in the woods are to deter children yeah. from going into the woods where they're dangerous things, where the mm-hmm. wolf is going to eat them, where something terrible is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So whenever you hear these stories, they oftentimes will throw in, it eats children. And I really do believe that that's culturally an attempt to protect children from the dangers of you know i the big bad wolf was a big child eater for you know so many stories but it was more there's just probably some really nasty people out there and we didn't really even accept that until the mid 20th century we didn't really think about like predatory humans right we or if we knew about them we turned them into monsters
0: <laughs> right yeah, everybody was like up until like the '80s. Even mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, go out into the woods, right. have fun, walk to school by yourself. If somebody comes at you in a van, beat them with your massive textbook. Right, exactly. You know, it's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like get the candy first, but then
0: <laughs> swing on them. <laughs> so
2: all right, so I started a poll on uh on the live stream, and we have nine to ten. Ultra evil and scary, mm-hmm. six to eight, pretty dang evil, four to five, averagely evil, and one to three, squonk level. Yeah. <laughs> so those are. Squonk level. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I will Squ- let y'all know. Squonk the, baby. Squonk baby. I will uh, <laughs> let y'all know at the end of this what the pair is. We need a thermometer
1: yeah. that has that on it. Oh, that's
2: cool. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I like oh, that. You, can, you yeah. can throw that image up. Yeah,
1: no, that's good. Yeah. The and it's just
0: it. the image of squonk at the bottom. <laughs>
1: Canva has them. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, Exactly. You, <laughs> you can have the squonk at the bottom crying and Bloody Mackenzie at the top laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So that's
2: going to be a poll for the Parajunkie. So I'll let y'all know nice. at the end of the episode what's going on.
0: All righty. Sounds good. Um, so she is also known as, again, excuse my butchering of this very long word, uh, Nun Yuni. Uh, which means stone dress um, for her stone-like skin and also oftentimes she is depicted of wearing a big black cloak. Very interesting comparing the image. Um,
1: That is really interesting too because um, when I was in South America, I was in Bolivia and in the mountains, the indigenous people of that region had rock Mm. creatures, creatures that disguise themselves as boulders and rocks and, you know, their skin was rock-like, Ooh. so I'm wondering if it's because this was in the Smoky Mountains, because it's a mountainous region. Mm-hmm. If they weren't like this, is you know the way they're disguised, this right? Is, you know where they hide in plain sight. That's really that
0: interesting. would make sense. Um, she also is often seen clutching her right hand tightly because she is hiding her heart, and that is her only weak spot, which is her right palm. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: That too is a very interesting thing. Misplaced heart is common among lots of stories. In fact, famously, the the mountain range ah, stories that the giant hid his heart, and he kept it a super secret where he had hidden it, and the quest was to find his heart, and it was like so far away in the deepest darkest well inside of this thing because the susceptibility and the uh, and the way we defeat these creatures is always the heart right so these creatures being able to move the heart from where we expect it to be to some place we don't expect it to be preserves them it's a protective measure you've got to get
0: past her obsidian knife <laughs> the finger. knife hand and yeah. stone so.
1: skin and you know and so the palm of your hand you could just close it
0: you mm-hmm. know? and that's why she's often seen if you Google images mm-hmm. of her it's literally just her like <laughs> And that's the noise she makes, which is <laughs> uh,
1: basically a uh, an indictment of dating in the modern era. You know, because uh, it's a you, you protect your whore, your heart with this long, sharp, pointy thing.
0: You can't get close to me.
1: You can't get close to my heart.
0: You can't. You have to get past my obsidian <laughs> pokey finger. Anyway, obsidian Anyways. poker. So spearfinger, um, being made of stone, sounds like thunder when she walks, crushing rocks into the ground when she steps on them. And her voice echoes down the mountains to the Cherokee villages and scares the birds of the forest away, hmm. which the people have traditionally seen as a warning sign.
1: That's interesting. I wonder if that is uh, an explanation for thunder with no rain or when, mm. when thunder would happen in the mountains. Because Maybe. there's a lot of different pressures that happen in mountains that can cause like uh, sheet lightning and things like that to come from out of the blue. And rolling thunder coming around a mountain, that might be them going, oh. Yeah. Spearfinger. That's (laughs) spearfinger.
0: If you ever see a bunch of birds fleeing something, it's probably best to listen to them. Oh yeah. Pay attention to the animals. Yeah. Listen to your pets. Listen to your pets and your birds (laughs) and your trees. Right. Nature nature knows what's up. Exactly. Um, so another thing to add to Spearfinger's dating or site, I guess yes. profile. <laughs> um, Spearfinger in her free time is enjoy uh, enjoys walking the trail that joins Chilhowee Mountain and nearby Little Tennessee River. Oh, she likes she long, likes long walks, walks along the river. <laughs> and she is said to have. And she's an Aquarius. She is. She is an Aquarius. <laughs> Um, and she is said to have also walked throughout the mountain range, around streams, and through the shadowy Nantahala River passes. The Cherokee say her favorite home is Whiteside, a thunder mountain. Oh, okay. So, um, but she is still said to roam all over uh, the Great Smoky Mountains and Appalachia because she has also been witnessed in portions of western North Carolina. Which there have been lots of stories of stone and mountain oh, entities, absolutely. so yes. um, not surprising. But basically, though, some other um, aspects of s- Spearfinger is that her sharp spear or knife is made out of stone and or obsidian, but is said that she can cut through human flesh effortlessly. Oh, yes. Wow, and it doesn't leave a scar.
1: Well, I don't know if you've ever seen an obsidian blade or an obsidian like spear tip or anything like that cut. It's insanely mm-hmm. sharp. Mm-hmm. It is so sharp and it just glides through. I've seen it cut straight through leather, just like.
0: Exactly. And so um, here's some. Uh, so she is very predatory. And so. What? Uh, I know. No way. Uh, so Spearfinger's primary goal is to feast on human livers. And to add um, a gruesome and macabre aspect to her legend, uh, the liver in many cultures is thought to be uh, the, se- the seed of life or soul, adding a deeper symbolic meaning to her choice of organ. Okay.
1: Um, so that's true, too. It's fascinating when you think about how many people, like for the, for the longest time, the heart wasn't where love was, mm-hmm. it was the liver. People mm. believe that it was the liver that was actually in charge of things like love, emotion, high emotional, mm-hmm. you know, centered where the soul seated itself. Um, fascinating. Yeah. That's kind of the- and
0: everything passes through the liver right. to that helps you function. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty gruesome choice.
2: I'm surprised the fingers not iron. I'm surprised it's obsidian. They wouldn't know what iron was. Mm. Yeah. I guess not.
0: Yeah. Well, it sometimes is obsidian. Sometimes it's stone. stone. So, okay. yeah, heard it, but could have iron in it if it's stone. Yeah, but anyways, um, so in the autumn, Cherokee peoples have traditionally burned brush fires. And these brush fires have covered entire mountainsides, so that the Cherokee could easily hunt the fallen roasted chestnuts. Um, Spearfinger is known for being attracted to these fires. And in other seasons, um, Spearfinger searches for the clouds of smoke that rise from the valley. Um, And sometimes she has caught victims when they wandered for a drink at a stream or picked strawberries near the village. So um, her most dangerous attribute is deception. She appears harmless and trustworthy, hiding her identity and powers while luring unsuspecting children. So... In her story, um, sometimes she is an old woman and would approach along the trail where the children were picking strawberries or playing near the village and would say to them coaxingly, come, my grandchildren, come to your granny and let granny dress your hair. Wow. Mm -hmm. And when some little girl ran up and laid her head in the old woman's lap, because that's what you do, Mm -hmm. um, she would uh, she wanted to be petted and. The encombed, uh, and, and the old witch would gently run her fingers through the child's hair until she went to sleep. And when she uh, was finally see- asleep, she would stab the little one through the heart or the back of the neck with her long finger, which wow. she had kept hidden under her robe. She would pither. Mm-hmm.
2: She's giving Baba Yaga. She is she giving
0: Baba Yaga. Baba, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yaga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, then she would take out the liver and eat it. Nom, 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 nom. nom, 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 nom.
1: Liver's horrible.
0: It is. It's <laughs> yeah, terrible. It sounds
2: like she wants to be young. Yeah. Forever. Forever
0: young. So the Cherokee have traditionally been very conscious about strangers and were suspicious of those who wandered off alone. Debrilla. They could come. Debrilla, Debrilla, Debrilla. They could come back as the liver eater in disguise. Because that is something that she can also do. Um, there are many tales of her deception, including her trick of turning into her victim and hiding uh, the body and going into the victim's home to wait until the parents left or the family was asleep to take all of their livers.
2: Wow. Wow. She's evil. Yeah. That's, all right. She's yeah. Not really, she's she's the doing the, the,
1: the, the dodo uh, or cuckoo. The yeah. Cuckoo, yeah. Uh, Dang, mm-hmm. that's insane.
0: I know. That's wild. And parents warned children not to go into the forest alone because Spearfinger waited for them and made sure that they knew she would appear as grandmother or their favorite aunt. So a hun- hunters.
1: No, that, that, It's interesting because mm-hmm. this sounds more like glamour yeah. than it does shape-shifting. It seems like she's using an illusion rather than actually turning into the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the sounds of it, it's not she can transform herself. She appears as, you know, uh, and that's a big difference. You know, there's a big because there are lots of uh, throughout the indigenous uh, populations and nations. There are these entities capable, actually, around the world. There are the idea of the 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 entity that can alter its appearance and look like different things um but some of them are can only you know approximate humanity while this is looking exactly like somebody Mm -hmm. you know appearing to be because like yeah when you first said grandma i thought it was a blanket statement but it sounds like It's your grandma. As as the family member, grandma. You're not just running up to some strange woman. Right. Going, comb my hair. It's like, oh, grandma.
0: Yeah. What are you doing? Sitting on the
1: side of the road, hiding (laughs) your right hand.
0: Wanting to pet me. Weird. Weird flex, grandma. But But okay. (laughs) Okay. So, hunters alone in the woods used to see an old woman with a strange hand, and she would sing her haunting song that frightened them, and the hunters ran stealthily back to the village. The Cherokee. I'd like to point
1: out that this woman. As mismatched fingers.
0: Ooh. <laughs> no. Ooh. Creepy. Blank, blank. <laughs> so the Cherokee claim that Spearfinger stabs her victims in the back of their neck or through their heart, drawing out their livers. Spearfinger's attack is very quick, and when she steals livers, her finger does not leave a scar and victims do not feel the wound. Several days after the unnoticed attack, the victims often become ill and die. She lets you suffer,
1: oh wow infection
0: mm-hmm, without your liver and just rotting internally, basically unknowingly,, Oof. so
1: that's twisted too, yes, and it also shows a understanding of how the liver works, yeah mm-hmm. yeah, it does,
0: yeah, it does, and it sounds because, like she's. You know,
1: it 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 uh it filters out toxins is mm-hmm. its job, so yeah, that's that's it's... especially creepy. Because and, how would you know, <laughs> right?
0: And she wants you to suffer
1: and she wants you to suffer. Suffer.
0: So she actually has a male counterpart, but they're not dating and they're not related.
1: Dating profile.
0: Yes. Um, not associated with stone man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> ah. so another stone legend on the mountain is called noon. Yun uh, stone man. When Stone Man and Spearfinger pass each other, they sense their relation. But Cherokee legend says the stone beings know that they are enemies because they hunt for the same food livers. Spearfinger acknowledged the other figure is a man because he sings his song about livers in a lower voice that shakes the ground. But Spearfinger is stronger than Stone Man. Interesting. Instead of needing to lift stones to build, Stone Man possesses. or Spearfinger possesses stronger powers. Um, She simply uses uh, her power to create bridges to other mountains.
1: Oh, so she's full-on magic.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. This is what's interesting, is because there is a story of the death of Spearfinger, which I find compelling because there are still sightings of this entity. Like, if you do a deep dive into this, like, if you do enough, like, scrolling into the um, ethers, you find a lot of people with photos and like things like that saying that or experiences saying that they experienced spearfingers. So, I find this story interesting, and I wonder if there aren't multiple spearfingers out there.
1: Well, and also keep in mind that when you're when you're dealing with folklore and with legend and with myth, um, death is oftentimes a part of the structure of the story. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of gods die in the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is because we recognize the that the cyclical nature of our lives are reflections of the deities' lives. So you hear all these stories, but for as long as there's someone to believe it, for as long as there's someone to perpetuate the story, the cycle continues. So you know, l- dead gods can come back. That's a part of their existence. Um, the idea of resurrection amongst gods is so commonplace that it is at the core of just about every religion on the face of the earth.
0: And so um, the resurrection of Spearfinger might be a thing. But let's talk about her death. Um, so the uh, Cherokee convened a council to devise a plan to eliminate Spearfinger once and for all, and representatives from surrounding villages gathered to discuss the matter. Being aware of her modus um, operandi, they decided... To create a trap that would lure her in, they dug a pit and camouflaged it with branches and then lit fires in the usual way to harvest chestnuts, hoping the smoke would attract her as she searched for fresh livers. She just can't give it up. I know. <laughs> As expected, Spearfinger saw the smoke and made her way on down the mountain, leaving a trail of destruction behind her Um, and disguised as an old woman and hiding her deadly finger under her cloak. She tried to trick the men into helping her. But when they saw through her disguise, they were unsure of how to defeat her. Their arrows proved ineffective as they shattered upon hitting her stony skin. Enraged, Spearfinger charged at the Cherokee, her sharp fingers slashing at them despite falling into the pit. The stakes lining its interior shattered upon contact with her stony skin, failing to pierce her. The tribe fired arrows at her, but they proved useless as she swatted them away effortlessly. In a moment of desperation, a titmouse like the bird, um, came to their aid, singing heart, heart, heart to indicate where Spearfinger's true weakness lay. However, the hunters mistakenly aimed for her chest instead of her hand where her heart was hidden. Ah. As a result, the arrows did not harm her, but cut off the tip, uh, but cut off the tip mouse's tongue instead. Oh, wow. Yeah. From that day on, people believed that mice were liars because of the incident, and the little bird flew back to the sky and never returned.
2: Goodness gracious, what an unfortunate shot. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then after that, though, the chickadee, yeah, the chickadee, you know, like the other bird, revealed the secret location of the spearfinger's heart. Hunters took aim at her right hand, which protected her heart and held the spearfinger. As they shot an arrow at her wrist, separating her heart from her body, Spearfinger trembled with fear. She fell to her knees and then collapsed into a pile of stones, bringing an end to her curse. Now, Stone Man, who also fed on livers, heard the cheers of the hunters as Spearfinger fell, and he looked down from the mountainside and saw her right hand mounted on a post as a warning to him. However, he knew that villagers didn't know his weakness, so he ignored the warning and continued to hunt for livers and sing his song of war. So
1: we well, heard that. Yeah. Stone man's still out there. The stone man's with his still hidden out heart. there.
0: Um, so some moral lessons. The story of Spearfinger serves as a cautionary tale to teach children the importance of being wary of strangers and dangers of wandering off alone. Um, but there's some symbolism. Her ability to disguise herself might symbolize the idea that danger can come from unexpected places and that appearances can be deceiving. Oh. Ah, but a wolf in chief is holding. Exactly. And her presence in the mountains and forests reflects the deep connection of the Cherokee people with the natural world, emphasizing respect and awareness of the environment.
2: For sure, for sure.
0: In conclusion, um, the legend of Spearfinger illustrates how folklore can serve multiple functions, teaching important lessons to children, expressing cultural values, and offering a window into a community, understanding and interacts with how a community understands and interacts with the world around them. This figure through, though terrifying, is a crucial part of the cultural heritage and storytelling tradition of the Cherokee people. Hmm. Now, I'm still... I am in favor that the that the spear finger is still out there. Um Oh, I,
1: absolutely. Well, you know, whenever you're dealing with these kinds of stories, the the return is as important as as the defeat. And that is the truth of of our horror. You know, of, of what we're afraid of. For as long as we fear it, it will have power. So
0: naturally, exactly. people
1: didn't give up on their fear of the spear finger just because, you know, this incident occurred.
0: <laughs> and so now, with that story in mind, let's revisit the photo, DeBria. I'm giving her a second to insert the photo. Oh, okay. Ta- Ta- a- yeah. Above my hand. Okay. Ta- Above my Ta-da. hand. Yes. You know how like people yeah. do. Oh, I get it, yeah. Anyways. Oh,
2: she, she'll do it. She's Ta-bra-ha. corny like
0: you. Yeah. DeBria! <gasps> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> My God, my ears. She just leapt out. I'm telling you the future The scream right she
2: scrumped. The scream she just scrumped. Yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure our listeners are pretty pissed off. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't cause any car wrecks.
0: Yes. Right. Uh, so with that in mind, though, um, the, the photo I find to be quite compelling. Um, now. I need to see it again. I yes. Don't. Let me pull it up for you scrimped.
2: I'll tell you uh, my rating. I already have it. You already have yeah. it. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she's a solid seven point five.
1: Yeah, I was gonna I say think, in the sevens. I think that
2: yeah. you know she's a killer. I think that gets her up over five immediately, and then you know she's got some wicked tendencies. Obviously, a malicious thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's oh. also <laughs> yeah. something
0: I forgot to mention too with um, Spearfinger. She often is depicted, too, with having um, a blood-stained mouth from right. all the liver, from she's, the liver eating. she's eating. And if you right. look at the photo, it sure looks like that woman got a blood-stained mm-hmm. mouth.
1: That's true. You can kind of see her mouth a lot clearer. I think we talked about that. We did. The first time we went, that we you could kind of see the head. And we were talking about how it kind of looked like... Um, the horns. The uh, um, the Dracula from Francis Ford Coppola's. Yes. From Stoker's Dracula. The weird Mm headdress
0: and if you're looking at this entity that would be her right hand yeah that's true which is very compelling i don't know i give her an eight personally because i think if you're that malicious that you're gonna go for like she doesn't just kill you and let you you know like die immediately she does sometimes but most of the time she's like i'm gonna wear your skin and I'm going to go eat some more livers and you're going to suffer in the woods where I hid you for however long it takes for your your, your body to shut to, down, yeah. mm-hmm. you know?
1: Do its, it's damn Well, and there's the whole appealing to children by looking friendly and, mm-hmm. and drawing them in, which is fascinating that that is a story that we tell that, you know, uh, has a home in indigenous lore and is very common in European lore is the kindly old woman who – brings children, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Hansel and Gretel's witch, uh, Baba Yaga, which we brought up, this concept of, come children, come, come here, me. be here, here's a sweet treat.
0: Let me pet your head. Right. You know, it's, um. personally, I, I think she is more malevolent than we're giving her credit for. Like, this woman's doing the most. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's the
2: death story for me.
0: Yeah. It's just it. But well, that's not uncommon in folklore. It's yeah. not
1: uncommon in folklore. Not to mention, we have yet to run into a character who hasn't died, including Bloody well, McKenzie. No, but but y'all aren't getting my point here. <laughs> y'all aren't getting my point. Like,
2: I mean, this, the spearfinger is something that could be just non existent anymore. But we have Bloody McKenzie who is known to be existent. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was why I said folklore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But story to story. For sure. I can't, I can't cite that because Ooh. story to story, Bloody McKenzie could just be a bunch of smoke anyway. True. He might have been a horrible man. Like Elizabeth Bathory. You tell mm-hmm, the Elizabeth mm-hmm. Bathory story and people are like, oh, yeah, she she apparently, according to legend, just murdered young women and bathed in their blood. Yeah, like 600 of them, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That puts her at a much higher scale oh, <laughs> as yeah. far as I'm concerned. No, for sure. Because the 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 – amount of malice and and non-concern for human life because i think Bloody mckenzie was a warrior which is a different type of entity you know
0: well he was a politician that was responsible for the genocide of like thousands of people that's the warrior oh yeah
1: the aspect of waging war oh okay i see what you're saying construct because people there are there are people who've done much worse (laughs) You know uh, that's you know we're we're standing at the pe- precipice of many genocides of of the last you know hundred or some years, and they all come from the same place, mm-hmm. which is a nationalism and a and a a, a power hunger and a, you know all these other things, which are different than rounding up a bunch of children and killing them so you can bathe in their blood. That's weird. That's pretty, to me. That's, that's that's pretty, pretty rough. That's pretty rough. I mean, and. Elizabeth Bathory is one of the um, one of the possible Bloody Marys that everybody calls upon oh, and yeah. suggests that Elizabeth Bathory is Bloody Mary. You know, uh, so there's a lot to go into what you determine to be wicked.
0: It's also important to note that with Bloody Mackenzie, that's still recent enough in history that we would have a gauge of how many victims he would have. This is folklore, and there, I guarantee you there are no Cherokee people keeping a tally board of like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, she got another one. It's That's like, fair too. You know, I don't think we'll ever get a full grasp on how many victims this entity has taken, but. From the sound of it she is- but she's
1: representing nature and the danger of nature and the danger of being away from home yeah so you know when you think of of an entity that is basically ta- taking the place of all the dangers of leaving home that means she's also bears and wolves <laughs> and mountain lions and frigid temperatures and uh, exposure and eating bad things and, <laughs> and because that's another thing is it's it's possible. That she is a an amalgam of poison, like eating poisonous things mm. because that affects your liver. You know that's the part of your internal organs that really show the damage mm. of poison is you know you cut out the liver to see whether the person was poisoned or not, exactly. She's a fascinating character. Very bizarre. And she's only a state away. Yeah. If we want, we can go to you know Gatlinburg. That is mm-hmm, not, yeah. it's not, a, it's an eight hour drive for us. Yeah. And uh, the
2: pair of junkies said six to eight, pretty dang evil, 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. So,
1: I don't think we, we're, gonna, I, wouldn't I wouldn't go, go any over. higher than, than, yeah, than the eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half, I think JT's dead on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right, well, if y'all are listening to this at home, um, then go ahead and leave us a comment below, especially if you're on YouTube. Uh, Let us know what you think that the Spearfinger should be rated. Um, And also, tell us your thoughts. Have you ever had a Spearfinger encounter? Let us know so Um, we can... um, all righty y'all well thank you so much for listening to today's episode and hopefully you enjoyed this if you enjoy one from one to wicked let us know we'll do more of them
2: oh and go ahead and tell them that we got batrick and jingles merch being Ooh. illustrated currently
0: we have Batrick and Jingles merch coming soon, y'all. <laughs>
1: coming down the pipeline.
0: Uh, coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Are you a Batrick person or are you a Jingle? And a jingler.
1: Batrick has jingler? become, yeah. ooh, the jingler. Yeah. Ew. That really sounds bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what would the Batrick oh, people well.
1: be? Oh, I was saying that the, uh, apparently the, the Batrick uh, people are, are on the side of light. Yeah. And the yeah, Jingle people kind of are on it. the side of darkness. So I'm... I'm I'm fascinated to see how this all pans out. That means we're not selling any Batrick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people I think love people will Batric. love Batrick,
1: but you're right. They will they'll probably yeah. <laughs> they'll probably want the the jingles merch. Yeah. For sure.
0: Well, okay, if you're team Batrick, what is your fandom name?
2: Ooh. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we got the jinglers. The
0: jinglers. The Jinglers. that I've named for you. That's I'm awful. also a jingler. If you want to change that, you can. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're a Batrix stan, um what
1: ba- h- tricksters?
0: The tricksters. The battle axes.
1: The battle axes. That's a pretty oh, good that's one pretty, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um The
1: Bats of Light.
0: Bats of Light. Um The <laughs> Okay, we don't Okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> brainstorming We're brainstorming now. Be, uh,
1: <laughs> we'll be going over for a while now. We'll get back to you.
0: All righty. Well, we have that coming down the pipeline for you. So stay uh, alert for your Batrick and Jingle merch needs. Um, but other than that, JT, you don't have any more announcements that you want to throw in here?
2: Nope. Aww. Nope. Lauren uh, Lauren said, Batricians.
0: Uh, the Batricians? Oh, I
1: like that. Batricians. <laughs> yeah. Because light electrician. I like it. Oh, That's oh. Even with an answer, Freudian. I was just taking a I was Bitterson's,
2: taking it mortician, yeah. but oh. everyone's Batrick forever. I was completely wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone's like Patrick,
0: team. They're Batric. like, we love Batrick. So love. what we
1: need are our our merch that shows Batrick beating jingles. <laughs> oh yeah. It, or jingles like beating Batrick too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. Jingles a, will a, stab a lot you. So I mean there's a lot we can do here.
0: Don't say that about jingles. All righty, y'all. Well, <laughs> now we're gonna go play with jingles for a little bit. So, <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And my name all. is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And jingle all the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stay spooky, y'all.